0: Welcome to Good Stories. I am Joey Womack, founder of Goody Nation. And the next episode in this series is called D.C., Philly, and NYC, Stand Up. So now, you know, I, I got to give them their props. I, I got to give these folks their props. Well, now we're going to take it. We're going to take it up north. We're going to talk about what's happening in the in tech ecosystems you know, up north, I'm gonna ask DC, Philly, in New York City to stand up and talk about what's what's happening here, right? So, you know, my Atlanta folks will say, you know, you know, if you're a founder, you should be in Atlanta. But well, I'd be interested to see what's happening in in ecosystems uh, up north and in 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 the Northeast. And to be clear, if you're not really in Atlanta, like, and you just kind of go north in some way, shape, or form, like you're still up north. Like, it, I mean. Midwest is still north to us. I'm not not even going to lie. So, you know, northeast, eh, bear with us here, right? So we're doing this, though, for our folks in the northeast and stuff like that. So before we start talking about what's happening in your local ecosystems, you know, trends, predictions, how might you all work together, so on and so forth, let's do some intros, all right? Let's do some quick intros. So I want to just quickly hear you know, your name, uh, the company you're with, maybe any projects you worked on and the quick kind of description of those those projects and also where you're checking in from. And then we'll start the conversation. All right. So first I'm gonna kick it to uh to t- Tiffany. Actually, you know, I'm gonna start people that I think are closest to Atlanta. I'm sorry, and then kind of work my way up 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 north. So I'm sorry, I'm gonna go. That's what i am do. So I'll kick it actually to Hadil first for for intro. Hadil?
1: Awesome. Um, hello, everyone. My name is Hadil Altashi. Um, Joey, before I say anything, kudos to you. It's nine hours in. I joined, you know, at eight o'clock when I was getting ready um, to leave for work. And here you are standing strong. So sending I just I'm really impressed. Uh, but sending positive energy and much love to you um, and the Goody Nation uh, fam. So hi, everyone. My name is Hadil. Um, I am a community builder um, based in the D.C. area. I support early stage founders and connect them with various resources and help them scale their ventures. Um, I run accelerator programs. I've created hubs for entrepreneurs uh, to thrive. And I'm currently building a community for um, HR tech uh, startups at the Society of Human Resources Management, Um, in particular, SHRM Labs, and that's um, SHRM's um, venture capital arm very excited to
0: be here. Awesome. Awesome. We're going to stay in DC, kick, kick it over, kick it over to my family day. Um, so you want to give us a quick intro, you know, name, company, um, quick, you know, one, two sentence description. Um, and you know, I say you're, ch- you're checking in from DC. If you want to get a little more detail about where in DC, you know, that's fine too. D- DMV area. I, I, DMV. I was kind
2: of <laughs> for sure. For sure. Joey, good to see you. Thank you so much for organizing this. Um, yeah, uh, Ade here in DC, Northeast DC to be specific, by way of uh, Atlanta, Georgia. A proud family grad. Um, currently serve as managing director of the Black Venture Capital Consortium uh, Fund. So we're an early stage fund that focuses on um, on uh, seed and uh, early stage um, investments in, in high tech uh, companies. And so um, yeah, background in in private equity. Did did a lot around. Um, ecosystem building and accelerator support. And um, yeah, really, really happy to share some insights on what we're seeing on our
0: side. Nice, 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 nice. Uh, Gonna go now to Philadelphia with, uh, with Tiffany.
3: Hi everyone. I am definitely from Philadelphia representing Because Philly is a city of many firsts. I love Atlanta, but Philly is the sixth largest city, just to let you know. Um, So, Tiffany Standard, I am the founder and CEO of Stimulus. And Stimulus is a relationship intelligence SaaS platform that uses data and analytics to really help companies make quick and unbiased purchasing decisions on the goods and services that they need to run their businesses. As you've seen, Over the last few years, especially, folks are trying to diversify their supply chain and diversify who they're purchasing from and all these amazing businesses that are being created and they're trying to sell into mid-market or sell into enterprise. We really shorten that process and give you all of the data that you need to really make a good purchasing decision. So excited to be here.
0: Nice, nice, nice. And so next up we have, and again, pandemic not sure exactly where everyone is I, I I believe this this next brother is actually in New York but I know he was spent time in Philadelphia and stuff like that so hopefully I want to kick it to you next.
4: Cool, cool. Happy to be here, at Joey. Great work as always, and shout out to Goody Nation. Uh, my name is opo Izugu. I'm CEO and founder of Who's Your Landlord? That's WYL.co. Um, We do landlord and housing reviews and housing educational content for residents, and then data and predictive analytics to help home providers better understand and engage their residents. Simply put, we turn reviews into actionable insights that better the housing experience for everybody. Um, happy to be
5: here, and I'm looking forward to the conversation.
0: Awesome. 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 Going to kick it over to Manoj next. Hey,
5: everyone. Thanks for uh, organizing this, showy. This is uh, Manoj from uh, New York City, uh, capital of the world. Uh, I'm the co-founder of uh, RAMP. We're a job skilling platform for uh, early career professionals, recent grads, career switchers. Um, over the last year, we've helped tens of thousands of people uh, level up their skills and find
0: spectacular jobs with companies all across uh, New York and the world. Nice. 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 And, and last but not least, we have Daryl
6: what's going on y'all uh i'm daryl i reporting in from harlem new york uh, i'm the founder of revival in short we help borrowers buy out and eliminate their debt for the same pennies on the dollar rate that it gets sold to debt collectors um thanks for putting this together uh i admire your energy this late into the day we uh, <laughs> yeah, are happy to be nine here, hours <laughs>
0: <laughs> to be clear there was a point i was like you know i had some had, had co-hosts and i was like oh i cannot make it um, you, you know, know i'm kind of like le- le- i'm standing up now so actually the interesting thing i've been standing up for the majority of the time like every panel i've been standing up but there are some panels where there's co-hosts and i kind of like sat down and leaned back oh i can't make it uh, <laughs> but, but i'm here now i'm here we got we're gonna power through this thing i think wait am for this this last little bit of energy and i think I think the New York folks can can help can help bring it here. So I'm gonna start there, right? As Mano said, the capital of the world. What I've always been intrigued by is ecosystems in other cities, right? So coming from Atlanta, we have a very I, what what I've learned recently is pr- a pretty unique experience in the startup ecosystem. But I love to hear what it's like to be a founder or a person in, in the tech startup ecosystem you know, in New York city, the, the, the capital of the world and, and stuff like that. I mean, it's a different experience, you know, just living in New York. And I think we all know probably you know, a lot of the reasons why like how New York is, is, is different and awesome and things of that nature. But, you know, Manozo, I, you know so I, I'll kick you first, like, what is it like being a startup founder in this particular ecosystem? And let me just preface it by saying this, is it an ecosystem or is it a community? And, and, and the reason, I break those two things out. What I, how I define the, the two is a community is a, is a group of individuals, but an ecosystem is this is community working to gr- together for a greater good, right? Yeah. And so, is it New York, is is New York, is it the community of people with startups, or is it an ecosystem of people working together?
5: It's both, Joey, and I, and I say I and I say it's the capital of the world jokingly. A lot has changed in the past year, but if you look at New York, right, for hundreds of years, it's, it's attracted people from all over the country and the world. Like right? for example, myself, I was an immigrant and I moved to New York. Uh, it's been a city of dreams. It's been a city of my dreams when I was younger, and over time, it's been a place where you know hard work, talent, grit are valued, and it's a melting pot of people. Right, I could walk out the street and I could. Find people that look like me and talk like me, and, and 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 I can call it home very fast. And so, to answer your question, at the micro level, it is a community, right? You, it's 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 a small city, but it's got it's very dense, it's got a lot of people. So at a micro level, it is a community. You can go find folks um, like yourself, whether uh, whether it's through background, whether it's through um, things that you're interested in, other founders that are working on, in a similar space. There's a bit of that. Uh, But also at the macro level, oftentimes these communities get together and find avenues where they can work together and support each other. And so it's a bit of both. Um, And for us, launching a business like RAM, it made uh, a lot of sense to do it in New York. Uh, We're working on unlocking meaningful access to jobs and economic opportunity. And the city was an obvious choice. But here's what's interesting things have changed in the last year. What we're Mm. seeing now is because of the pandemic and things being remote. Folks that live outside of New York can tap into both the community and the ecosystem within New York. I haven't stepped out of my apartment for a long time last year, and I was able to connect with folks all across the world. And so to me, it's a great thing where uh, we've had no choice but to open up everything that New York has to offer to every other city and town in the U.S.
0: Mm, I love it. I love it. Darrell, what's your experience like as as a founder in the New York uh, tech ecosystem?
6: Um, I, I think I would like echo his sentiments. Like you kind of like create your own community, uh, but then like your community is like a like a I guess like an active part of that ecosystem. Um and then, like I also like I uh, saw like the same thing, but I guess like kind of like the inverse of it. And like so I guess like people who were looking to take that next step for their business, um, like the pandemic opened up the world to them, whereas people were able to come and get the resource of New York. Uh New York founders were also able to get those resources from outside. Um, and I, I saw that a lot happening as well.
0: Nice, nice. Now, Ofa, you've been a part of several ecosystems, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. So, you know what? What is your view on it?
4: Yeah. So, I'm, I'm actually. I, I didn't even realize I didn't give my shout out. I'm in bed Brooklyn, as I speak. As I speak. Um, wow. So, I got. I got to give. I got to give love. But you know, that's a good point. I think uh, my experience in New York has been more of the communities that you pointed out, right? Where I think there's a lot of individuals that you know have maybe common goals in terms of personal goals, and that's where there's overlap. But I got to give a shout out to groups like uh, Alley, NYC. Uh, you know, we're not there anymore, but I know we were there as a co-working space. Like that became a tribe. Like the people on your floor, you became really close to, went to similar events together. You looked out for each other. You made introductions for each other. So that was where more the ecosystem, th- those things kind of lived. Um, and then I found like individuals in my New York City experience that I wanted to work with and kept working with over time. But holistically though, it's definitely more like, there's a New York hustle. There's a New York like energy and mentality that's that's very prevalent. Um, and I, I you know I look at groups like CCNYC. Shout out to Imani and her team. I think they've done a great job of like galvanizing a lot of the creative class of New York City. But I, I haven't seen that same kind of energy in the entrepreneurial space. That said, I think that's also because there's just so many different routes you can go with entrepreneurship. So to, to I think as an entrepreneur you're actually you're actually seldom looking for other entrepreneurs, per se, to, to work off of every day. You're more so working for, like, people in different areas. And so that's what makes, like, Goody Nation special, right, is that you have a bunch of entrepreneurs in the same space um, that all look very similar or at least different from the common common traits and uh, can work together to make something happen.
0: Nice. nice. And so let, let's almost stick with you for a second. Opho. I mean, it, I'm not sure when the last time you were in Philadelphia kind of working in the ecosystem, but what was it like when you were, what was the Philadelphia ecosystem like when you were there? Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah, so I've done work with Backstage Capital. That was the last time I was, like, really kind of, um, you know, sticky in the Philly space. Um, I do, as you mentioned, I I do a lot of bouncing around now between Philly, D.C., New York City, and Buffalo, New York. Um, Philly, I mean, Tiffany could could hit on it as well. I mean, Philly is such a dope city. Um, We're just good people. But, you know, what's kind of funny is, well, I think, you know, i say Philly's actually more like New York than Philly realizes. You know, I think there's a lot of individuals that are doing really cool things that kind of touch off each other and work off each other. Um, but what I will say is I think it's easier to grow a, an ecosystem in Philly um, because it's just not as big. So it's, you know, it's you, you can find people faster. You can get in front of important people faster. Um, but I think what comes with that, it tends to be a little bit more political, you know, in terms of micro communities and stuff, whereas New York City, it, it's a hustle. So... You know, getting in front of people isn't. It might be harder, but it's less like red tape or invisible red tape. Where I think in Philly, that can still exist because once I own a domain, I, I keep that domain um, or I want to because that's my value to the city. Whereas in New York, there's so many people. If you move like that, it's just corny. So. That's, that's from my
0: experience uh, Interesting, 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 <laughs> Philly. No shade, Perfect. no shade, all love. You know, no, no, I mean, and I, this, I mean this, is, this, is, this is why I want to have these things. <laughs> uh, these, so Tiffany, your thoughts on the, on the Philly startup ecosystem.
3: So true, Opho, so true. So we're considered um, a city of neighborhoods. So we're definitely a community trying to grow into an ecosystem, right? Because once you're known for that, you're known for that in the city and it's hard to kind of go beyond that. Um, But with Philly, there's such a good mixture between music and art and tech. And this city is really big on biotech and and tech in that way. Um, And we're finally growing to the city of like SaaS and, you know, big exits and, and things of that nature. So we're finally growing into the city that we've always been, but just the politics, the separation of communities, we're keeping folks separate from each other. Um, and I think with the pandemic over the last two years, it really brought folks together to collaborate more, right? Because you didn't have a choice. Everybody was trying to do a bunch of digital events from in-person events. Um, folks that you were reaching out to in New York and DC and on the West coast finally came together and were doing more work in Philadelphia and people in Philly were doing more work in other cities because you can now do it digitally. Um, and then now even with like government and stuff like that are trying to lift some of the political restraints to be like hey how do we help you more and partner with more private companies so we can have startups and give more money to you guys the way we've kind of seen in either new york miami now right giving money to startups and stuff like that we're finally starting to see that in philadelphia Um, so i love our city of neighborhoods sometimes it could hurt us but it, it makes it easy to kind of live and grow here but we're still expanding to become that real tech ecosystem
0: no, nah, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So now let's go down a little bit to, to DC. I mean, Hadil, you just started, you started doing a DC startup week. You just got finished with that a few weeks ago. I mean, what is the DC startup ecosystem like? And I think you might be on mute.
1: Okay. I'm off mute now. Um, yeah. So the, well, if you, you know, DC as a, as an ecosystem, it's, it's one of the top, um, ecosystems in the world. I think it ranks at like the 11th right now where, you know, it's just the best place for early stage startups to um, succeed. I will say that um, over the past years, and Ade, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this, but I do feel like the DMV area, we are seeing the ecosystem expand. We're seeing a lot of collaborations and we're seeing, um, communities. So like, for instance, in, in Northern Virginia, I feel like, you know, the past five years, a lot of the concentration was in DC, if you needed any kind of resources an entrepreneur, it was focused there. But we're seeing a lot of um, opportunities, a lot of communities, a lot of um, resources in Northern Virginia. And again, it really depends on the sector too. Um, Joey, so like if you're in cybersecurity, right? Northern Virginia is is the place for you. If, if you are, um, um, and primarily that's that's the biggest um, industry, I would say, followed by by um, ed tech. But in terms of collaboration, what we are seeing um, past the the pandemic, given that everything is virtual, there's definitely lot of access there's definitely a lot of collaboration and we got to see that during dc startup week there's a lot of entrepreneurs around the region even outside of the dc area that were able to benefit from the programming and resources and we're kind of like longing for that um and and just wanted to um you know find their community uh whether it's based on what they look like or the industry that they're in um or if it's just in, in their home um um you know community of a of, um, region that they wanted to be part of
0: nice nice
2: okay. yeah yeah no I mean you know shout out to the deal I mean we um we had collaborated a lot on uh, putting together programming for for founders uh, before covid and I, and I think she's right in the sense of the ecosystem is 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 vibrant but I think it has a long way to go um you know been here for 10 years and you yeah, know I remember being one of the only black founders in one of the early co-working spaces and we we're like this is whack let's just figure out you know how many other people think that this is whack and 500 people showed up and that kind of turned into its own platform and so i mean you know as joey it's like you ask the question it's like where's everybody at and once you create the platforms and then just get out of folks way like that's when really things you know beautiful things happen and i think um i think you know, from an investor standpoint, what's really cool is that a lot of the founders that we had work with about five years ago are now hitting, you know, a million dollars of ARR, you know, raising seed rounds. Right. And so I think those kind of organic occurrences will then give um, give birth to other elements that are super important, which is social capital, because risk capital for founders, especially founders of color. Um, that sphere of social capital has to be expanded. And I think with COVID, it's now forced us to be more tactical and collaborative um, where, you know, we will do a deal without necessarily breaking bread with the founder, right? And so I think bringing some of the New York capital, the Philly capital, you know, to dope founders is something that that we're seeing a lot more. Um, But I think that, you know, Hadil, her work on the ecosystem building, and our work in terms of cutting checks. I mean, it, it's really it has to be a means to an end, right? So because we have to get these exits for these founders, who then become investors themselves, um, and then kind of bring that, uh, frankly, that kind of FOMO cachet of like, oh yeah, you you missed out on that op- opportunity because you were you know biased or didn't necessarily think they fit the right pattern. And that ends up changing uh, the narrative. So those are things I think that we're very, very close to um, uh, getting towards here in, in DC. Mm,
0: nice, 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 nice. I mean, Ofo, I want to come to you next more so because, you know, you seem to have done work in several of these, these same ecosystems. So I wonder, I mean, I'm sure others as well, you know, how some of them kind of compare to each other. And, and what I want to get into next is maybe opportunities to develop, pipelines between, you know, these various startup ecosystems before I kind of um, get into that question though, you know, you start talk, talking about ecosystems and community. One of the things that when people move to Atlanta, they kind of are shocked by is our, I guess it's, you just call it Southern hospitality. You know, people would just open up a door and they'll plug you into the top of the ecosystem like almost without, you know, questioning who you are. I mean, it's a level of trust there that I think people, you know, aren't really accustomed to. And, and the reality, the interesting thing, especially when it comes to diverse founders, is I've seen that it almost shocks them. So, for example, we, you know, within Goody Nation, obviously we have founders from from 20 different states. And we're like, hey, like, listen, this is what we do. We try to plug you in the best of our ability. You know, we're a small team. That's why we're raising money, by the way. And so, you know, we, we'd like to do even more, but I think what I've seen from, especially from founders in the Northeast is they're like, it's almost too good to be true. Like, you mean to tell me you're going to connect me with the person at the city that can do X, Y, Z. Like, yeah, like you're good. Like, let's just do it. Right. But I mean, so, 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 that's some of the things that we encounter coming from you know with, with, with founders coming from other ecosystems. But what? But but what is it again, Ofo? What are you? What do you see uh, when you step out and you kind of look at some of the various ecosystems here represented?
4: Yeah, I mean, I think what, what's special about Atlanta is that everybody's bought into if we have wins here, that's big for the city. Um, because I see that replicated in Buffalo, New York, more than even in New York City or Philadelphia, where everything you just described I've been receiving, whether it's intros to the top people in the city, um, this like this energy of like rallying behind, you know, like there's a desire to see things win. And I think in Buffalo, you know, a huge credit to 43 North and the work they've been doing. Anytime you're cutting someone a half million dollar or a million dollar check to move to another city, people are gonna listen, especially founders of color, where it's, it's harder to get access to that kind of capital. Um, so that that's where I see that that kind of like energy. Um, but I think it, it's just like, I mean, what you're doing with Goody Nation, right? It takes someone saying, like, I wanna solve this problem. Um, and like what was mentioned earlier, you have to ask the question, do other people feel the same way? And usually the answer is yes, you know, and, and those those kind of communities can grow so quickly. So um, I, I don't think it's a lack of desire necessarily by the, the folks putting in the work in Philly, the folks putting in the work in New York City. Um, I just think that it's you kind of have this myopic lens of I've got I've got to get to the finish line, um, whatever that may be for you. Um, whereas if, if, you, if you play it right, reality there is there is no finish line, right? Like that's the idea of community. You're, they're going to help you wherever you are in your path and journey. So, um, you know, like you said, I can, I can cherry pick what each city does well and where each city can improve. Um, but all in all, it makes for a full experience because I I, th- I think like there's this idea, this thought that we're, so, we're all so far away. The last time I checked, Philly's two hours away from New York City. Um, Buffalo's a 45 minute flight from New York City. You know, like DC, like I was just there this weekend, right? Like that's a four hour drive. So it's like, we think we're so far away, but in reality, it's up to us to take advantage of the proximity of Northeastern cities.
0: Nice, 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 nice. I mean, I want to dig now into what the experience is like as a founder of color in these ecosystems. Before I do that, I also want to give a actual opposite <laughs> opinion of or view of the Atlanta startup ecosystem. One thing that I think about is, do we do founders a disservice by rallying everybody behind them, right? If you just, if you're always like, you have the training wheels on eventually they never learn how to ride the bike and what i when again i'm gonna start with new york here and then you know obviously philly in, in, in dc like the what i'm what i'm gonna call the northeast here because again i'm in the south uh and i'm originally from alabama which is even further south so everything is like northeast to me and north so um you know it's that whole thing like if you can make it here you can make it anywhere type thing like what i see from founders of north is they just make it happen and almost is like well seemingly maybe they're better, they're better, uh, situated for success because they've been having to, to make it happen essentially kind of quote unquote on their own. And so they've learned how to ride that bike. Right. So, so dear, I want to kick it to you. You know, what is it like being a founder of color in, in, in New York city? Um, I
6: think, uh, in, in terms of like the, the make it happen thing, one of the things I talked about with a friend, um, was like, uh, as a founder of color, you kind of like program hop until you get like that first major opportunity um and so like uh yeah it's, just, it's not head. but yeah like it's what you have to do um and so like you know if you're moving somewhere and like you don't have resources like then you want to make it you just do what everybody else is doing until one, one thing works um and so that's that's kind of like uh i guess like what it's like i guess like, at the early stage and then after that um I guess, like, yeah, your training wheels are off, and you just kind of, kind of ride
0: from there. Yeah, I mean, I'm a lot way jealous. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I want to see if I could, you know, do my thing in in, in New York. But, but, Noj, I want to, you know, you know, what, what's your thoughts on it?
5: Yeah, I mean, listen. Uh, to me, the question of I start with the with the assumption that people do the best that they can with the resources that they have, right? And New York City, for 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 reasons that we all know, there's just a lot more activity. So, as a founder. I've been exposed to a lot more activity than someone that has been, you know, trying to build something from the ground up in a different city. Right? There's been more people that have done what I've done. I've just simply have, ac- have had access to more resources, and so to me, I think it's less about um, you know folks in New York for some reason are, are better or, or you know can 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 fight through uh, challenges more so than other cities. It's simply because living in New York, I've had access to better resources, and. If I'm in a different city and I need more training wheels in order order to level the playing field, then so be it, right? And that's what I love what you folks do is is just provide those training wheels and and, and level the playing field. When you get everyone to the same level, I think founders are founders across the world. So that's my perspective. I think the ones in New York just have an unfair advantage simply because there's just a lot more people. There's a lot more activity. uh, And, you know, if if others need a, a little bit of help to get them to that level, so be it. Nice. Nice,
4: can I nice can night. I add one quick thing to that too that I think is uh, missed with New York a lot um there's also like less judgment if that makes sense. So, mm. like, if if you don't have a a washer dryer in your apartment, like, it's cool. If you're on the subway and you've <laughs> exited a company or two, like, it's cool. Like, like there's not there's not that race of like I want to make mm. sure I will stunt on people because don't nobody care about you. Like that that's the reality in like New York. But mm. I think in other cities, if you like if you have an exit or if you're known in the community, you you gotta have a decent whip. You gotta have a decent apartment, yes. like, or if you don't, you feel that pressure. And I, I feel like in New York, you don't even got to have a car. So, so like those things help in terms of just having that, again, that focus on just working on what you're working on versus getting caught up in the, again, the politics, I think of many other smaller cities. Dude,
0: dude, that's so, that's so crazy. Cause yes. I mean, raise your hand for Atlanta. Yeah. You, you're going to get judged. You you definitely gonna get judged. I mean, for, for a number of different things, quite honestly. So, uh, so yeah. And and, I, and I'm glad that, you remove that pressure. You can just go build what you got to build and do what you got to do. So, so Tiffany, I want to kick it to you next. I mean, what it's like being a founder of color in, in Philly.
3: I was just trying to think over the old folks that said like for Philly, because our cost of living is not crazy. You don't need a car because the city is so walkable. I have a car just cause um you know, I need one, but for other folks you can just hop on the train Our train system, all of that. So You don't necessarily need to stunt in Philly because you can make 75K and live in a really nice apartment here in the city. So or even less of that, depending. Um, So as far as being a Black founder in Philly, to think about like resources and like what you said about Atlanta, you have to fight hard for resources here in Philly, especially on some investment tip <laughs> right so you do get some investors here you got it after getting investment from other cities and people are like hey you, i saw you got it over here i'm gonna support you now here in the city um and all of like the accelerators and resources that we've gotten thus far has been new york or dc and other cities not necessarily here in philly we just started to get like accelerators and stuff here that are actual you know local um so it's definitely one of like if you can make it in philly you can make it anywhere and it's this thing when you're a small business especially that more of your customers are in other cities first before they are actually in philadelphia mm-hmm. and then once you start to kind of rise then all of a sudden you have philly customers which is so backwards but i don't know that most cities but it's definitely philly like oh 90 of my customers are new york or san francisco and then you turn around and, and really grow your customer base here locally so it's definitely you have to fight for kind of all of your resources. So when you make it or when you grow, to wherever it is you're trying to grow, you knew that you did it <laughs> with, you know, a little support of the community because you definitely are getting more resources now, Philly Startup Leaders impact that I'm now on the board of and have watched yeah. those organizations grow over these last few years. But probably just over the last five years, I really started seeing resources here locally, that I was getting from everywhere else. So I don't know that whole training wheel situation in Atlanta, you got because <laughs> I was on my own for most of this 15 year journey I've been on as an entrepreneur, yeah. but um, I would love a little handholding going forward. Cause yeah, I'm, I mean, it's, I'm it's, excited. It's,
0: like. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, that's how we came up with the, with the phrase revenue over everything, because founders were, were doing a lot of the, the, the hopping and stuff like that. You know, and it led to a culture of them being professional students. We like, yo, go build a business. Like, you're not here to get into another program, but there are are valid reasons for, for people, you know, hopping to programs, as Daryl said, to look for opportunities. So I want to kick it over to the D.C. folks. I mean, you kind of you know, they already kind of talked about it a little bit, but anything you all want to add to the to the to the conversation on what is it like from a diverse side of things in, in the DMV?
2: Yeah, you want to go
1: first? I'm I'm just going to say, um, Joey, the reason I like joined Goody Nation um, in the summer to help out, to have conversations around this, I do feel like there has to be a lot more resources to support founders of uh, diverse backgrounds. And same thing, um, why I'm very passionate and a huge, huge champion of 1863 ventures, I do feel like there's a lot of underrepresented founders that don't necessarily um, have the resources needed. And, and there's a lot of work that needs to be done there. So as a community builder, I'm, I'm always, I do, I am identifying that gap. I do realize that it, it it does exist. And that's why I'm a huge champion of the work that 1863 does and Goodie nation. Um, that's the point that I wanted to make. Go ahead. Ate. Yeah,
2: no, I mean, I, I think, um, I think there's a real opportunity to um so let me put into our perspective what's very interesting is that what we're seeing at the early stage a lot of the funding rounds and the valuation sizes are actually pretty ridiculous <laughs> like the, the the what you would think would be like a series B is now a series A, a series A is now a seed and the valuation figures are like just kind of off the charts and so you know what what I think that means, um, as, as we look at the investor side um, and supporting um, founders of color, is really determining how we create a um, a continuum of support um, through the different funding rounds, right? Knowing that we know uh, there are dope black and brown founders that are building great products, oftentimes with more traction, um, but need Greater social capital to be introduced to folks to then be able to close out those rounds, right? Not only for that round, but then there's this whole concept we talk about the all-black cap table from the C to the Series A to the Series B, right? And so, I I think what's exciting to us is seeing um, a lot of these a lot of these companies come out of, of the woodwork, building um, biotech companies, uh, per, per alternative protein companies, cybersecurity companies that are doing great great work. The next thing is um, not just how do we fund them in the first round, but how do we get them to the next round, which is also part of, you know, what you've been doing a great job um, with Goodyat is connecting those top to bottom resources from Google for Entrepreneurs. Um, you have Collab Capital, right? There's a lot of different moving parts that are really important for a founder to be able to close out rounds at each stage. Um, but I think getting into twenty twenty two. Inflation, if you will, is not just based off of how much your milk costs or how much h- healthcare costs. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna reflect in the startup space. So it really serves as a challenge um, to really determine how we support um, um, in a real way um, founders
0: at at the early stage. Nice. nice, nice, nice. So let's let's kind of shift into how do we create connections, pipelines, whatever you want to call it between these three areas, right? And so over, I'm gonna to come to you first, right? I mean, so we've heard around New York's got a ton of resources. Tiffany's over there feeling a little bit alone, like that, not a lot of stuff there. And, and the DMV has, you know, their own set sort of resources, especially with programs and investors and stuff like that. So I see an opportunity. I see an opportunity to create these, 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 these pipelines, these these, these highways, so to speak, connection points between these three different markets. I mean, what is that, what is the opportunity there, Ofo, for, 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 for for you?
4: For, for us, it was like tranches of capital, right? So Philly was where we launched our company. um, And it was, it was great initially because Philly has a lot of universities, like top two universities. I think the only city that probably rivals in terms of numbers of universities or the percentage of people that are, are in school, probably Boston. So Philly's a great starting ground. The problem that I found was that, like Tiffany pointed out, it was very hard to get capital. Um, And, you know, I shout out to, like, Temple University for for having their Be Your Own Boss Bowl um, and even Dream It back, having, you know, being one of those um, accelerators that was in the city. Uh, But that's where it kind of stopped. Um, And then at that point we weren't getting really, we we were doing the angel investor dance, but it was exactly that, it was a dance. Um, And I started learning more numbers as to how many people were actually getting funded or how funding was actually happening, didn't really jive. So you could argue if we got the funding we needed, we absolutely would have stayed in Philly, but that didn't happen so we went to New York a little bit more funding there, was able to, you know, we're in real estate. So New York made a lot of sense um, in terms of the connections we were making. Um, And then Buffalo was that first opportunity for us to get like a real check, right? A half a million dollars. So for us, you know, for me, it was a no brainer. I had a little bit of family legacy there. My parents had met in the city, Um, but still beyond that, if they didn't, it's a half million dollars. I was going to bounce to Buffalo, (laughs) like, let's be real. But um, what I think I've seen now and is like, as you can see, it's like that piggybacking off of what each city did or didn't do. Um, What I know now is like with 43 North, you know, I'll refer founders from all over the the country um, to that program because I know that they will cut the check and then they'll support you, kind of like how you described Atlanta. Um, But if you think about a Philly in New York, like, yeah, if you want to, I think getting customer traction in either of those two cities, um, you know, getting recognition in those two cities, it means a lot, um, you know, in the grander scheme of things. So Every city or ecosystem has a role to play. Um, we've just been privileged in, in, enough where, uh, I say privileged with the context of we worked for the privilege. We worked for the connections in the community in these cities. so we have the privilege now of being able to bounce between them to continue to grow our business and add to our team. But that that's what I'd point out first. Like it was already mentioned, we do a lot of program hopping in the beginning because people that are willing to cut checks. But um, for us as founders, we, we have to move from what I call sustenance mode where it's like you just cobble money together to keep it going to like growth mode and that's what you want to close around for so you can sit back as an investor yourself and invest in different parts of your business to grow it Mm.
0: no I love it I love I love Daryl you know your thoughts I mean what is it what's the opportunity there to connect you know these three you know cities or or areas
6: uh, I, I think exactly what he talked about.
0: Um, and it's just
6: like uh, where you can't find those opportunities here. Like if someone else is like, you know, going to give you something elsewhere, go. Uh, and, you know, like it, of course, everybody, you know, wants to stay in New York City. Um, but like the thing is like, you have to go where like the opportunities are and where the checks are. Um, and at the end of the day, like, uh, you know, that, that's what matters, especially for founders of color. Nice,
0: nice. Tiffany, I do want to kick it to you first. I mean, you know, you're, you know, resource strapped there in terms of support. Um, you know, what, what, what do you think is the opportunity? You, know, you sit between, again, my geography is a little bit off, you know, everything's up just north of me. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, what is it, what is it, what's the opportunity there to connect, you know, the, th- the three different, um, kind of ecosystems uh, together?
3: Yeah. So what I've done, you know, from being these different accelerators, whether in person or digitally over the last year and a half, I went into them money, one, and then two, growing my network in New York and Seattle and and the other places that the programs were. So anytime that I finish a program, I'm constantly, you know, recommending folks to Google for startups, a goody nation afterwards. So that allows their ecosystem to grow as well as my network and and their network um, externally. And then here in Philly, because of them seeing me expand and and grow as an entrepreneur, being invited to be on these boards. So now I'm bringing that ecosystem to Philly. So we're now expanding, right? So from Philly startup leaders focusing on start, stay and grow here in Philly. So what does that look like? That's resources, that's connecting you, whether you're going to keep your base here in Philadelphia or have a second location in another city or completely be in another city, but still have that representation that you started here in Philadelphia. So being able to do that, advisory boards and stuff like that, I think we need to see more people of color as advisors, EIRs, and board members where you can bring your expertise locally or digitally elsewhere. So I'm growing that over the last couple of years. And it's so hard when you're a founder to jump on somebody's board or be somebody's advisor, but time is so limited. And sometimes it feels like a part-time job or full-time, depending on what your role is. But it's so important for us to do that because I'm really giving all of the expertise, all of the programs say, hey, you don't need to do this one. You should do that one. Please don't be a professional program person like do a couple and then focus on growth of your business, because I've been through so many. and I know the good ones. I know the bad ones at this point um and helping to grow us from there and figure out that's how you get that social capital because when you go from a nonprofit board to a corporate board right where you're actually getting paid to be on those boards is how we grow our network and and really grow the pipeline in those different cities
0: nice 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 so we got about 15 minutes left and i wanted to shift the conversation for the next few minutes on you know predictions for what you're seeing for your individual ecosystems you know in 2022 right and start with the DMV folks I mean again we've been in pandemic probably still technically in it uh, we'll see where these variants go and how things kind of play out and I think that you know the interesting part is that every city is acting a little bit different you know from Florida to Georgia and of you all's way but from and I'll start with a deal here first you know what do you what do you see is, is happening in in the DC the DMV um startup ecosystem in in 22
1: um I I see that we're going to see a lot of startups launching, um, you know, coming from Sherm and seeing the whole, like, great resignation. I think a lot of people are rethinking life post-COVID. Uh, maybe you want to start their own ventures um, and explore that. So I do think that we are going to see a lot more startups um. Um, booming. Um, I see that there's a lot of opportunity given that geography is not um, as important anymore. Um, I do see, you know, these barriers coming down and a lot of opportunities for us to collaborate beyond that, uh, collaborating with different cities and um, kind of connecting, connecting the dots Um, and, and really building more communities. I think there are, there's here's the thing, not building more communities, but building meaningful communities that have some kind of impact. I think that the startup needs are evolving. Um, I think that, you know, there is a lot more capital right now, but it's a matter of like, how do we make sure the right people access the the capital? And um, it's really up to um, all of us and even the startups to really help us understand how can we, make sure that we're connecting the rights and the, the dots in the right way, and making sure that um, you know people that are deserving of programings and resources get access to it.
0: Nice, nice. Are your your take on it?
2: Yeah, um, first off, I'm just going to add something to the to the Philly, New York, um, DC collab. I think one of the e- unique opportunities is is doing um, micro sprints for founders around like maybe tactical areas such as customer acquisition or brand hacks, etc. Like I think that there's this kind of midway point between if you're in a program or coming out of a, a program, but still need to dig deep. Um, a lot of founders either lack the time or the insights to to redo their entire acquisition funnel, rethink their value proposition, etc. So I think there's really interesting opportunities to help companies do that without it taking several weeks. So maybe like a couple days and, you know, you got a lot of creatives in in Philly. There's a lot of, um, awesome, awesome programs out of New York. So I think that is, is something that, um, could be super uh, beneficial between the three areas. I think for 2022, um, on a macro standpoint, we're probably going to see more, um, more bifurcation between um, capital being put towards high, high growth companies, and it's gonna get a little bit more difficult for early stage companies. Um, but I do think that actually creates a lot of opportunity if you're focused on revenue first and you're focused on your customer base, because a lot of founders kind of have this idea that you need money in order to, to get that initial traction when in reality, your customers um, uh, should be your first source of revenue. But I also think that we're going to see a lot more conversation around um, what crypto can do for wealth creation in the Black and Brown community. I think there's, I think there's a lot of kind of silent investors that are going to come out of the space in 2020 Mm. that have, um, accumulated a lot of wealth in, in crypto. Um, mean, somebody spent $650,000 on a digital yacht and it didn't even look good. So I think there's just like (laughs) a tremendous amount of, 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 um, of new money that's going to come into the space. And I'm actually excited to see how it's, um, helping a lot of black and brown folks like level up. I mean, frankly, you know, um, so I don't know, man. I mean, I think with everything that you're doing with Goody and, and just the folks on this um, on this session, it's happening. You know, we're all imagining the same reality that we want. And there's more and more people that are imagining it together. So it's really a matter of time. And then just kind of keeping unapologetic around supporting black and brown causes, honestly. Nice,
0: nice, nice, nice. I want to go to one of your people. Um, and so I'm, I'm going to start with uh, Manoj. I mean, what what do you see? From the new york startup ecosystem you know in 22.
5: yeah i mean i can speak to the, the ecosystem from from a talent perspective right and we're building a business around talent and upscaling talent and um, you know like most startups including ours we rely on people that are smarter than us um, to, to, to to build to build a business and one of the things that you know we've seen in the last year and will continue to run into the next year is this notion of you know great resignation i think folks are taking a lot more ownership over their agency and they're unwilling to put up with um, soul crushing jobs anymore. And they're willing to level up their skills and, and, and rethink uh, the way they, um, they they view careers. And so uh, it's a great time to be an early stage company in New York, um, because now we're able to tap into folks that historically were, were taking jobs that didn't really give them, you know, any meaningful economic freedom. Uh, we're seeing folks that, Used to be retail workers now selling software and making seven, eight times as much as they were making before. Uh, And I think that's a great, great place for any early stage company to tap into. Just a wonderful workforce that has a lot of skill and talent that I feel like, you know, the world has taken advantage of them for the longest time. And now they're starting to realize that it doesn't have to be that way. And um, early stage companies can benefit from it.
0: Nice, 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 nice. This is this is awesome. This is awesome. I mean, I don't know if anybody has any follow up questions or or, or or points to make because uh, I was going to do a round of you know how can how, how can we help? And, and before that, uh, well, does anybody have any follow up points? To any of this? I do have a how can we help? We also want to talk a little bit about what what, what Good Nation has planned for twenty two. But any follow up points to any of this? Are you good? Okay, cool. So so here's here's and, and I kind of did a spoiler alert in the previous uh, session on with the Atlanta folks here's how we think about kind of building community and stuff. And so again, you know, fingers crossed, we can, we can go to do more stuff in person, you know, no, really no matter the, the the location. And so the way we think about building community is starting with connecting awesome founders to investors, potential customers, partners online, and then taking those relationships that have been created online and then deepening them through in-person experiences and so what we're planning on for early February here in Atlanta is like what we're calling like the Goody Nation house or like a work day where we pick like a co-working spot and then we have people out there basically from like 9 a.m to 6 p.m you're all in one big room together you work out of the same space right and so you can do your thing on your own computer you can take a meeting like in a conference room or a regularly scheduled meeting so think like 40, 50, 60 people. Um, And then, or you can, you can meet with people that you've already connected with either founders or again experts, customers, so on and so forth. You eat lunch together that's provided the last hour and a half or so is either a founder's therapy or origin story session, but you come out of that with, again, you've already met people online. You're deepening those relationships on um, offline, excuse me, and then you kind of take those relationships to the kind of the next level. And so again, the plan is to kind of do this in Atlanta early February. Maybe again, fingers crossed. You know, these code variants and all kind of other stuff. And then you know, take this, take that show on the road. You know, you love to do a, a version of it in New York, in Philly, in DC, or some variation. Maybe unfortunately, I don't. Maybe we got to skip Philly. I don't know. I, it's a it's a, it's a it's a lovely city, city of brotherly love. I'm just saying, oh, like maybe so oh, that's fire. <laughs> I'm
2: just saying,
0: I'm just saying maybe the reason why I think we gotta skip Philly is because maybe the people from Philly go to either New York or DC. That's the only reason I say <laughs> okay. but no, I mean but but real talk, I mean we kind of go on a tour there. So those are some of the kind of things that we're thinking about doing. You know, just know that everyone here, I'm definitely tapping in to y'all for, 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 for thoughts on making it happen and how we can make it happen pretty quickly again, you know, health, you know, in in a health, healthy way, you know? So, you know, we definitely want to create amazing relationships between really a bunch of people who come together, especially from our program virtually, who maybe have never met in person and then, and then deepen in those relationships because, because we know that relationships matter for, for founders and and to do business. So that being said, go ahead.
2: Oh, no, I was going to say, love that idea. And and to add on to it, I think that there's a way to incorporate three areas for founders. I would love to get everybody else's thoughts around product um, acquisition and um, value proposition. Like just like bringing maybe some some sprints around that. Um, That would be incredible because like a lot of founders. Struggle with things like email automation, or just things like mm. tactical things to help them grow and scale their business. And oftentimes, these things are done in a in a silo alone. And if you're not in a program, you're using Google, and like half the time, that just doesn't always get you, you know, what you need. So if there's a way to 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 kind of look at some of those key areas where you can dig deep into your into your product, maybe collaborate with others in terms of improving it, looking at ways in which you can scale your your acquisition in your funnel, um, I think that would help a lot of folks. We're seeing like CPG companies mastering the same skill sets that SaaS companies are doing now. And they're really, really seeing a lot of of, um, of healthy results as it relates to their customer acquisition costs, lifetime value, those different types of things. So happy to talk further, but really, we love that idea.
0: No, nah, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, you know, as we, um, kind of kind of close this this session out and again i love dc feeling new york you know i know the land of people are probably watching but you know was well, that like they're not, they're not they're not watching they're not listening later um you know dear i'll start with you let's talk let's let's do a round of one what are you excited about going into 22 and then two you know how can people get in contact with you no doubt
6: um, so working in the debt industry, I think, uh, the biggest thing that I could be excited about is, uh, like, is Biden going to cancel student loans? Like, <laughs> that's like the biggest question, like, uh, I guess, like really on a- anybody's mind. Um, but of course it makes like a significant impact in our industry. Um, and then like, also like, how do you position your business? Like going forward, like, do you work in that industry? Do you leave it alone? All those kinds of things. Um, and I guess like, if you want to see how I react to it, uh, you can find us at revivalfunds.com, um, and revival funds on all the, uh, social media platforms.
0: Nice, Ofo.
4: There we go. Um, for me, you know, uh, you know, I can't. I won't get into specifics right now, but uh, we have closed on some funding, so I'm excited to grow our team in the new year and make that happen. Um, and then I think, you know, for, for for us to get in to get in contact, you know, hit me up. Uh, we're at WYL Community on social on Twitter and um, Instagram, and then Chief underscore Ofo personally for me on the same Twitter and
0: Instagram. Nice, nice, Manoj.
5: Yeah, I mean, we're we're super excited to to help people kind of rediscover careers and and, and get them on a path to financial and economic freedom. I think the world is changing, and uh, we want to be playing a small part in it. Um, you can find us uh, at RAMP Careers, or that's that's our business name on on all social. and uh, And I can be contacted anytime, uh, Manoj at RAMPcareers.com. I'm more than happy to help any founder uh, that's working on a mission driven business.
0: Nice, 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 nice. Tiffany?
3: Hear me? Okay. Um, So yeah, I'm excited about our industry just getting a lot of interest across media and social people finally understanding what supply chain means and procurement means and making a purchase means, especially as a consumer or just a B2B business, and it's helping companies simplify how they purchase and simplify them working with amazing companies like yourselves and shortening that long as procurement process (laughs) to a few months versus a few years, especially for people of color. Um, So very excited about that. We're also in the process of closing on some funding. So look forward to announcing that at the top of the year. Um, We're finishing, as we talk about accelerators, we're finishing the Morgan Stanley accelerator um, early January. So very excited for that. Um, you can find us on social media at uh, Get Stimulus G-E-T-S-T-I-M-U-L-U-S, or GetStimulus, I-I-O. And then my personal website is TiffanyStandard.com, which is T-I-F-F-A-N-I-E-S-T-A-N-A-R-D.com.
0: Nice, 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 nice. Hadil?
1: Awesome. Um, I'm excited for three things. One, I love that I'm seeing slightly more, um, women and people of color that are becoming investors and, um, seeing more founders, um, um, you know, who opt to be female and, and, um, uh, of color that are succeeding. That's always refreshing to see. And I'm excited to see more of that in, in, uh, the new year. I'm excited for, uh, through Sherm Labs, excited to launch, um, a couple of programs in the workplace um, space for founders that are in the HR tech, uh, please connect with me. Happy to tell you more about that. And most importantly, I'm excited about the doing the roadshow and bridging between um, the three cities and um, hosting something together here in D.C., Joey.
0: There it is. There it is.
2: Are they? Uh, being a parent, I'm excited about these schools. Being open, staying open, listen. <laughs> that's, that's like that's that's half the battle. Um, also, I I think next year we're gonna see um, some acquisitions um, that are gonna validate what all of us have known for a while that uh, black and brown founders are incredible, and I think that's going to accelerate um, a lot more attention. Um, and a lot more focus on on, on really putting resources behind accelerating
0: it. So nice, nice, nice. We'll we'll will everyone give it up for this amazing session with some some dope people in the startup ecosystems in DC and Philly and New York. Thanks for 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 enlightening us on what's happening you know i love I, I love the i love what you all are building what you all are doing and thank thank you for your commitment to everything um it's been a great session uh and so we'll follow up later and so we'll, we'll follow up also with details on this road show and let's try to make this thing happen y'all peace out thank you joey great job joey awesome. great thank, everyone. You. thank you for tuning in to the why relationships matter podcast by goody nation we hope you enjoyed it If you were inspired if you want to make a difference, if you want to close the relationship gap, please follow us at Goody Nation on all social media channels or log on to our website, goodynation.org. Peace.